0: Good morning. If you haven't been to Loudoun before, you should probably know agriculture is a pretty big deal here. And next week, on Tuesday, March 13th, the Loudoun Chamber of Commerce is going to bring together the leading agricultural development officials here in Loudoun and in the state to talk about that rural economy. So today, I've got one of them here. Loudoun Department of Economic Development Agricultural Development Officer, Kelly Hingle.
1: Hi, Kelly. Hey, Renz.
0: Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green, and with me is Kelly Hinkle. Good morning. So, I wanted to talk with you a little bit today, Kelly, about the state of the rural economy. Not to take away everything that we'll be hearing next Tuesday at the Chamber of Policymakers series, but in broad strokes, tell me about the impact of the rural economy here in Loudoun.
1: So, um, you know, it's a, it's a complicated number to get to because um, we know our equestrian sector um, has a $180 million economic impact. Uh, We know our agritourism sector has a $250 million economic impact, so we know we are well over a quarter of a billion of economic impact um, in Loudoun County from agriculture.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a huge thing. Anyone who's been to any of our, what, how many, 42 wineries? 47 wineries. 47 wineries, yes. and what do we have to do, twenty, 20 eight? Brewer- breweries, 28 breweries, yes. <laughs> <I> <laughs> it changes
1: I, every day. I think I saw at least five <laughs> more
0: coming this year. Yeah,
1: yeah, we expect so. five more this year.
0: Sure, but it's more than just wineries and breweries, too. I mean, tell me about the, some of the other... Or, uh, Industries that we have here in Loudon.
1: Yeah, so um, you know we have a great um, land base still in commodity agriculture: soybeans, corn, hay, beef cattle. Um, for those who have been in Loudon County for a long time, uh, they remember that Loudon County was a, a huge dairy industry. Uh, most of those dairy farms have converted over to uh, beef cattle, beef cattle industry. Uh, we have a handful of beef farms that are finishing their animals and. Uh, Selling directly through farmers markets or on-farm stands. Uh, We're seeing an increase in the number of farms that are doing uh, pasture-raised pork. Uh, We've had two farm stands open in the last year uh, that are uh, raising their own pork and um, doing really well selling on the farm.
0: And... I mean you mentioned the fact that this used to be a big dairy county. The the story of Loudoun, we always talk about the urbanization and the growth in Loudoun, but the rural economy continues to change and grow too. What have you seen and what have you seen changing in the rural economy in Loudoun? Has it has it changed?
1: Yeah, it's definitely changed. And I think that urbanization has also been an asset uh, for Loudoun's rural economy because like we mentioned before, we have forty seven wineries in the county and when people look at us they say, Well that's not surprising. You have You're you're close to these urban cores and to Washington, D.C. But the the thing that I think we're most proud of is keeping our value-added agriculture and our rural economy rooted in agriculture. We have more wineries than any other county in Virginia, but we have more grapes planted than any other county in Virginia. And we're seeing an expansion of the cut flower industries in Loudoun County. We're seeing farmers who are adding the cut flowers to their existing operations. And then we're seeing— cut flower operations in other counties in Virginia that are moving to Loudoun County because they they recognize the business-friendly environment that we have in Loudoun, and they also recognize the way that we promote our farm-based businesses.
0: And uh, it continues to change. I mean, tell me, what are we seeing on the horizon for Loudoun County's agricultural economy?
1: Yeah, so I think probably the biggest opportunity right now um, is the industrial hemp sector. And there's some changes that need to be made in Washington for us to fully take advantage of that sector, because currently a farmer cannot produce uh, industrial hemp unless they're associated with uh, a university that's doing research. So um, there's legislation in Richmond um, that is being put in place so that when federal law changes, we're ready to take advantage of it in, in Virginia.
0: And this would not be the first time for us. I mean, we've been out in front of other big trends in in the agriculture economy, and the breweries thing we're out in front of, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think um, Loudon Economic Development and the Rural Business Development team have always been forward-thinking. And about six years ago, we were like hmm maybe this craft beer thing is going to come to the east coast and one of the first things we did was put up put put together an entire day of education for our farmers on how to grow hops and you know we we look at what, what do we need on the production side? What do we need on the processing side? And because of that forward thinking, now we have 16 acres of hops in Loudoun County. We have a hops processing facility in Loudoun County. And we're able to fully take advantage of the craft beer sector.
0: Speaking of craft beer, um, I, I like beer. And I want I, <laughs> You know, when I talk to, and we were we were talking a minute before, when I talk to a lot of the brewers here, one of the things that really sticks out to me is how collaborative and cooperative that group is. I mean, is that something, you were saying that's something that characterizes the agricultural economy in Loudoun generally.
1: Yeah, I, when I came here um, seven years ago, I, I was familiar with the ag economy in Loudoun and everyone always said it was collaborative. And I don't think you realize it until you're a part of it. And we organize our ag economy into producer groups, and we pretty much have a producer group for every um, ag product that we grow and sell in Loudoun County, um, and I think probably the one that we're most proud of is our Blue Ridge Cattlemen's Association. It's our largest group. They meet on a regular basis. They, they mostly meet to just network and talk about you know any issues they're having and to learn from each other.
0: So you'll be there with Virginia Secretary of Agriculture and Forestry Bettina Ring. Uh, What kind of stuff do you think we'll be hearing about at that panel next week?
1: I think you'll hear me talk about our uh, vibrant winery industry, our vibrant craft brewery industry. We'll talk about the crops that are planted in Loudoun to support those industry, our growing cut flower industry and wedding business in Loudoun's rural economy. And we'll talk about what's on the horizon, including the industrial hemp sector.
0: Very cool. So join us, Kelly, and Virginia Secretary of Agriculture and Forestry Bettina Ring next Tuesday at 8 a.m. for the latest Chamber Policymakers Series Breakfast, The State of the Rural Economy. It'll be at February Sellers, and you can find out more at loudonchamber.org. Kelly Hinkle, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me. In other news, Loudoun County supervisors have started the wheels turning on the regulatory side of bringing D.C. United to Philip A. Bullen Memorial Park, just south of Leesburg. The deal with this Major League Soccer team would bring a new 5,000-seat stadium, a second-division professional men's soccer team to play in that stadium, D.C. United's new headquarters, four more soccer fields, and parking to Bolin Park. DC United proposes to pay for all of those facilities, except for the parking, through a long-term lease, but the county would own the stadium and the fields. But before any of that can be built, the county has to work through changes to its zoning and comprehensive plan in that area to allow for it. And time is tight. Those kinds of changes go through public hearings at the Planning Commission and Board of Supervisors and often take more than a year, but that second division professional soccer team's contract with its league requires it to start playing next spring, and of course those changes have to be approved before they can start building. To meet that schedule, county planners plan to put the application through a faster-than-normal process with Planning Commission review in June or July and Board of Supervisors action in July or September. This project, it must be said, has got an opposition from the people living next door in Kincaid Forest. Kincaid Boulevard goes through that neighborhood, but has not yet been opened to through traffic. The people living there are worried if the stadium is opened, so will Kincaid Boulevard, which will open a route from Boland Park to Battlefield Parkway, and they're worried about the traffic that could mean in their neighborhood. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. Some more news, because that's what we do at Loudon Now. You may recall that school board members and school system administrators have been getting their inboxes filled up by people upset about the changes to Monroe Tech. The school system had planned to cut about two dozen of the courses there in half. That would mean many students would not have time to get the professional certifications they need to get jobs straight out of high school. Well, at a meeting Tuesday, Assistant Superintendent of Instruction Ashley Ellis said some of those changes will be reversed. Three of those 23 courses, Welding, Graphic Communications, and Auto Servicing Technology, will indeed be offered for two years. Elsewhere, though, the school will continue focusing on enrolling more students. At their new facility at the Academies of Loudoun, they'll be able to enroll about twice as many students, nearly 1,000. Ellis said she and her staff have also addressed a joint statement from Monroe students last week protesting changes to admission criteria. Students are still required to submit their full academic record, Algebra 1 exam scores, and PSAT scores, but under the new policy, they are no longer asked about their career goals or to explain why they would be good candidates for the program or to include teacher recommendations. And for the first time, gardens, porches, and backyards in Hillsborough will be open to the public as the centerpiece of the town's inaugural Gardens in the Gap event in April. The proceeds of this event will help pay for preserving Hillsborough's 1874 Old Stone School. Mayor Roger Vance said Gardens in the Gap will become Hillsborough's signature springtime event with a chance to check out some of those gardens, backyards, and porches and to peruse the work of some of the region's artisans, landscapers, and garden suppliers. The weekend kicks off with a Friday night eat, drink, and be literary event focusing on the gardens at Thomas Jefferson's Monticello. For tickets and details, go to oldstoneschool.org. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at Loudennow.com. And while you're there, read about the donut shop that two retired politicians from opposite sides of the aisle are opening around Northern Virginia. They're bringing sugar shack donuts to the region. It's all at Loudennow.com. On today's Get Out Loudoun calendar, the League of Women Voters of Loudoun County is holding a voter engagement forum tonight from 7 to 9 p.m. at Rust Library in Leesburg. Panelists include Jennifer Beckley of the Loudoun County Election Office, Jim Bingle of the Piedmont Environmental Council, Brenda Sheridan of the Loudoun County School Board, Kenya Savage of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, and Carol Noggle, the former statewide lobbyist for the League of Women Voters Virginia. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like The Morning Minute, have the barista write The Morning Minute is awesome onto your latte to tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, I am headed out of town again, so this is the last Morning Minute for the week. So I'll talk to you Monday. Have a great weekend and have a great day.